Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Highlights. This is a live recording at Polishing the Pulpit, as far as we're recording it live at the event of PTP. And that's the dull roar of the crowd that you're hearing behind us. We are able to highlight Good Brotherhood Works on this podcast, and I'm your host, Michael Clark. And we have Caleb Rutherford with me, as well as today, an exciting opportunity to talk about Fishers of Men with Brother Tim Wilkes. Now, uh, Tim, you are a junior, right? Or are well, you the, the third? second, actually. The second. Tim Wilkes yeah. is second. So, okay, real quick, I don't want to get off of the rails immediately, but <laughs> is, is calling it the second saying that you just do not want to be called junior? No, it's not that I don't want to be called junior. It's just that my birth certificate has a Roman numeral, too. So, yeah. I just, that's there my you name. Go. You know? There you go. Cool. That's good to know. See, I'd, I'd never asked that question before. I've always wondered. So you were good enough friends. I got to finally ask it. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> uh, talk about a little bit about the work that you do with Fishers of Men as far as uh, just the initial stuff about it. We'll talk more deeply about it, but just kind of a quick overview of who you are, some of your likes, your hobbies, family, all that stuff. Uh, sir, I absolutely appreciate the opportunity to be on here and speak. And uh, um, as you said, my name is Tim Wilkes II. I'm now director of the Fishers of Men Ministry. I've uh, been been director since dad passed away in, in 2019 he yeah. he directed the ministry for 21 years and uh, i feel a great burden to, to try and fill those shoes to some degree i know that i can't do it at all uh really but uh I'm, we're pressing forward with the work and i'm i'm thankful for the, the elders to put their trust in me to do that and uh you know you mentioned talking about some of my hobbies i love baseball yeah okay. uh, you know that's that's something that i've, I've you know, grew up playing and, and followed my whole life. You know, so it's something everybody knows me well knows about me. In fact, um, I'm a Cubs fan. People don't appreciate yeah. that part. I know, yeah. I know. I'm a Cardinals fan. Well, I'm a Dodgers fan. We're all different. I've spent a lot of time in St. Louis. <laughs> I grew so I up in St. Louis, yeah. Well, sometimes people don't understand why I'm a Cubs fan. Well, it's, it's because I spent a few years of my childhood in Chicago. Oh, wow. In fact, you know, Dad would tell the story. Of course, I don't remember it, but Dad would tell the story of how our family become became Cubs fans. And uh, I was two years old when we moved to Chicago, and the Cubs game was on the TV. Yeah. And Dad walked. I was sitting there watching, two years old. And Dad walked in the living room, changed the channel, and I hollered at him, two-year-old hollering at him. And he said, oh, you want to watch the game? And he changed it back, and I was happy again. So ever since then, we've been Cubs That's fans, awesome. and, uh, and my whole family is. Uh, now, if now, Rachel it, turns the TV off now, do you start hollering I do, at I do, okay, I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, the Fishers of Men, though, I, you know, sometimes when people think about Fishers of Men, they if they know just a little bit about what Fishers of Men is, they, they think of the search for truth lessons. We call them SFTs. These are the lessons that we use to conduct personal Bible studies with individuals. It starts with, uh, with laying the foundation of who is God or how we know there's a God, first of all, and then how we know the Bible's from God uh, and just continue to build up how to become a Christian, how to live a Christian life. So when someone knows a little bit about fishers of men they often think about those sfts those search for truth lessons but in reality the fishers of men ministry and the fishers of men training course is so much bigger than the sfts i love the sfts the search for truth lessons are tremendous yeah but the, the ministry itself is is so much more uh than that just I'll give you just a, a brief rundown of what sure. what it is uh, Fisher's Men the training course is a 12-week training course in person-to-person -person evangelism. Um, we have 11 class meetings, meeting for two and a half hours once a week, and then we'll have a gra graduation at the end, so 12 total meetings. Uh, and there's daily homework involved, so it's not just you come to class once a week and then you go, and there's nothing associated with the class for the rest of the week. There's daily homework to do uh, throughout the process. Um, you know, one of the great fears that people have in personal evangelism is, what if I don't know enough? What if I don't know what to say? What if I don't know this particular Bible passage? What if I don't know? 
Uh, and that's a real thing. So how, what is the only way to combat that? What is the only way to overcome that? Well, you got to prepare. Yeah. You got to study. And that's what the homework is all about. It, it helps someone be grounded in the faith, fortify their faith, and then prepare to be able to teach these various subjects that are being studied to somebody else. Um, and so, and we teach, of course, methods or particular a method to use in interacting with people and conducting personal Bible studies and getting the appointments. You know, this, the course is great for preachers. I've had a number of preachers go through the course with me. It's great for preachers. It's great for elders. It's, it's great for people who a lot of have a, a lot of experience in personal events. It's great for, it really is great for those people, but it's not designed for those. Sure. It's not designed for those people at all. They can, they can grow tremendously, but it's designed for quote, the typical member of the church who doesn't have all formal training, who doesn't have a whole lot of experience. And quite frankly, is often scared to death about trying to talk to someone about the gospel, yeah. trying to conduct a personal Bible study. And that's who grows the most. That's who benefit the most from uh, from the course. Just, uh, is, uh, I'm I, so go sorry. Ahead, go that, ahead. I know. That, these, they're, I'm sorry, guys. There are these kids <laughs> that are chanting and I don't I can't even tell what, they're, what chanting. they're chanting, but that, that's the first time all week that's happened. It just, yeah. it, it threw me, please. I'm that's sorry. Right. Go, right. go ahead. <laughs> Uh, but I'll give you an idea of some of the topics that we cover. If I can overcome the chanting, I don't even know what they're saying. But so, uh, they're, they're chanting Chick Fil A. Um, I guess we should, maybe Chick-fil-A. we should join them. Yeah, too. Right. Who doesn't like Chick Fil A? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what, what we things that we cover in the course, we talk about how to discover interest and, and develop interest with a potential prospect. You know, it, how many times has it been said, well, he's just not interested in, in the Bible. He's just not interested in spiritual things. But, you know, we're talking about his soul here. We're talking about eternity. Absolutely. Uh, so he should be interested. So how do we develop his interest? And that goes back to how we not just tell him things, but we make his mind work. We ask him questions and make him think and talk to us and, and develop his interest in things that way. And we talk about how to assess the heart condition of prospects and in the class, we call that using our evangelistic perception mm. is listening to what people say and trying to understand the heart condition, what kind of soil they might be, because like it or not, the reality is not everybody's good soil. Sure. Uh, so we listen to what people are saying, try to get an idea of what kind of soil they might be. And if I if I got somebody who's telling me it, not directly, but in, by looking at what they're saying, they're saying I'm not good soil. But I got this other person saying I'm good, so we'll, we'll guess who I'm going to spend my time with. Right. right. But we have to learn how to listen, understand people yeah. uh, in that way. And we talk about how, when, and, and where to get definite appointments. We talk a methodology that we can be more effective uh, at doing that. A, a, a big, really big thing that we talk about and really cover in this class is how to deal with questions as well as objections uh, that come up because that's a reality of studying with people. Mm-hmm. People are going to have questions. We want people to have questions. But also, they're going to have objections, and and that's people are scared to death of that. What do I do when somebody objects? And and if you're using the the method uh, of teaching someone that we're going to we give you in Fishers of Men, that becomes a lot easier to handle, because I'm not going to teach you teach anybody in this course how to preach a sermon. Yeah, you know, because there's a difference in preaching and teaching, and uh, so we teach them some uh, someone to how we call it discovery learning helping someone to see it for them. So yes, we guide the process, help them to see it, but ultimately they're learning it for themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they realize that, okay, I'm, my argument's not with Tim or with Michael or with Caleb, my, I'm arguing with the Apostle Paul. I'm sure. arguing with Jesus. Now that gets that objection gets easier to handle. Uh, and with questions, I, obviously I don't have time to go over all this right now, 
but we learn in the class that there's only five types of questions that somebody can ask you in, in a Bible study setting. I mean, there's only five types of questions that somebody can ask you and you only actually have to answer one of them. And that can really help someone with their fear of questions. Mm -hmm. Now you, you respond to all five, obviously, right. but you only actually answer one of them. And uh, we talk about how to categorize those questions and understand them. Uh, and then we have a better understanding of how to respond uh, in that moment. But uh, of course, I don't have time to go, go through all that. That would take more time. Um, but that can help someone tremendously. I think, I think that is one of the biggest tools that I can give somebody in this course how to handle questions and how to respond and so forth, because that is a huge fear uh, that, that people have. And of course, we teach how to how we can be more effective teachers. And I alluded to that a little bit with discovery learning or discovery teaching. Something else that we talk about in this class that is so important and I think is often overlooked is godly sorrow. Yeah. Because, you know, somebody's, why, why would you talk about godly sorrow? Why would you, why would, why would you try to move someone or create godly sorrow in someone's life? But, well, how important is godly sorrow? I mean, what what does godly sorrow lead to? Second Corinthians seven, repentance. Right. What does repentance lead to? Same passage. Salvation. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? If a person never repents, well, well, they never have salvation. And if they never have godly sorrow, well, they never do. They'll never repent. So that's how important godly sorrow is. So we talk about sin, the seriousness of sin, what it is, what it does in a relationship with God, who's guilty of it, and move them toward sorrow over that. Um, and, and that can be a, a, a tremendous skill that mm -hmm. we can help someone to uh, develop in their lives. Something else that's happening uh, in Fishers of Men that I'm really excited about. Um, it, recently, we have made the course available online. And, and that was a little bit complicated because, as I mentioned, it's a 12-week course and there's daily homework. Yeah. Uh, so that means they submit homework every class from the, from the previous week. We take it home and we grade it, then we bring it back the following class. Well, if someone's not local to where the class is, that gets really complicated. Yeah. And uh, so, I, and I've wanted to get the class online as far as the homework and the assignments and so forth for years, but COVID kind of pushed us to do that because yeah. we weren't able to meet together as much. I was still teaching throughout the whole 2020 and 2021, still holding classes, but it was more complicated. Um, but that kind of pushed us, we need to get this online and do it now. And so now all the daily homework for throughout the course is available to be done online. And we've been able to utilize that when we can't travel to places. I taught the course in Kenya. Never went. I, I've been to Kenya, but never went through the 12 week process uh, mm -hmm. that I was teaching, uh, teaching the course. Uh, I taught a course in uh, taught the class in a congregation in Maryland. Never even went up there. And by the way, they did a tremendous job in, in uh, conducting Bible studies. And I'll give some examples of that in, in just a moment. Um, but I'm excited about having the course online and having the homework online. Uh, we, we still teach the class. When I say online, we, we still teach the class live. Yeah. But now all the homework and assignments can be submitted online so I can teach it to somewhere I can't travel to or there's not feasible for me <clears> to travel to and, and, and back and forth every week and, and that sort of thing. Uh, I want to give a couple of examples, if it's OK, of yeah, recent, recent classes that I've taught and, and some of the results. Um, earlier this year, I was teaching one class online. I, I mentioned uh, in Maryland, I was teaching another class in uh, in North Carolina. Uh, and together, these these two classes I think had roughly forty students uh, somewhere in between between the two classes. And during the class, you know, we give assignments, we practice. We don't say, "Okay, go set up a Bible study on week one." Well, there's some preparation, there's some practice, and go practice having a thirty second conversation with somebody. And then after several weeks of practice. 
the assignment is given, okay, now go do this. Go set up a Bible study. We'll talk about it next week, see what happened. During the course, while they were giving their reports on Bible studies, these two classes reported on 250 Bible studies with 92 different souls. That's This wow. is only what happened wow. during the class. And also during the class, they had five baptisms. Great. This That's not counting anything that's happened since the class was over sure. with, since we had graduation. This is just the numbers. 250 Bible studies with 92 different souls and had five baptisms while the class was still going on. Uh, so just tremendous. Thing. And, I, and from time to time, I get messages, updates, still got Bible studies going on, had another baptism this week. And, you know, that that fuels me. I love uh, hearing those updates. And your class I just finished uh, recently uh, was in Tennessee. And this was a very small class. I think we had 13 or 14 people. Uh, but during the course, they had uh, 65 Bible studies with 22 different souls and had two baptisms during that class. Only what happened while the class was still going on. So, so it's just tremendous things going on. We're training soul winners. Yeah. Uh, we're, and it gives me a thrill for someone to come to the Fishers Men class day one, scared to death. <laughs> And thinking, I can't do this. I can't do this. I'm scared to do Then watch them grow throughout the process. And, okay, I'll, I'll try to have this practice, this 30-second this conversation with somebody, just overcome this one step of fear. And then watch, oh, I, can, I, I did it. I can do that. Yeah. And then watch them, okay, maybe I'll try to set up a Bible study and, 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 and watch them overcome those fears. In fact, a couple of people, I won't mention their names because I didn't ask them permission to do this, but I'll just tell you something about them. Um one person that came to class, he was a uh, he was a preacher, not from the local congregation, but someone who uh, was preaching at a nearby congregation, been preaching for decades. Uh, and, and someone invited him to come over to this congregation for the Fisher's Men class. He was, hey, great, glad to do it. Glad to take part in it. And But I got the impression that he wasn't expecting that much. And you know, he'd been through evangelism courses before. Uh, and been through seminars. It made, made it clear we're, we're not a seminar. This is a training course. Now, don't misunderstand me. I, I don't have anything against seminars. They can be very great, very helpful, and everything. But we're a training course, a hands-on, learn as you're doing it sure. training course. Uh, so, but I, I don't think he realized all of what was involved, and what well, I don't think he's expecting much. Uh, and then by the time the course was over with, I mean, he was so excited. Someone who's been preaching for decades, someone who's had multiple, multiple, multiple Bible studies and has taken other evangelism classes and so forth. Uh, in, in fact, he said, over the years, I've done this so many times, um, but this is the first time I was able to actually sit down and have a productive Bible study with my best friend, and I baptized him last week. Oh, wow. It was just amazing. <clears throat> and uh, and to, to, see that, uh, to see that happening, you know, it was so exciting. Sure. Uh, but then somebody else in the class, so she, she came to class and she was, she, you know, she had always wanted to be more active in evangelism, but didn't really know how. Didn't really know, you know, how to start the conversation and, and what to do. And then once we gave her some tools, yeah. gave her some methodology that she could use, she was on fire. Sure. Talking to everybody, having Bible studies, multiple Bible studies uh, every week. And uh, it was just tremendous uh, to watch these things happening. I get a thrill of watching people develop and grow uh, throughout the process. That's awesome. You guys, uh, and I'm not saying that it's going to be weird. I'm going to say something that I already know the answer to because I was a part of it. But you guys have videos that y'all do. Talk a little bit about how, about how those factor into the class studies. You know, the videos that we're talking about, we have, we have two different types of videos. Um, we have some uh, scenario videos where someone goes through what we call a develop. We call it in the class a DIS or developing interest situation where we practice having 
uh, conversation with people. And, and we make some videos along with a, a script that we have in the material where we see some someone go through a process and then we go, okay, problem solved. What can he do different? How can he have improved this and so forth? So we have those videos. Uh, but I think the video that you're referring to uh, was the, uh, the video. We have some videos that are what we call sample studies. And, uh, of course, Michael helped us out. Uh, with that and, and played the character of Lou uh, in, in those. Uh, in, in those <laughs> it was a wonderful career for Lou. Uh, <laughs> he was the most successful study, uh, Bible studier that you could have had, apparently, because that's Absolutely. how the script was written. You know, <laughs> that's right. it was amazing. It was... I did a great job with Lou. Um, but yet Lou is the Bible teacher uh, in those. But what those are designed to do is help people because those were written, those scripts and those sample studies were written by people who had a lot of experience with Bible studies and they tried to write into them different things that come up, different questions that are asked and how does the Bible teacher respond to those questions, a premature question that we're gonna get to that later, but it's not quite time right now. How do do they deal with that? And different types of questions uh, like that. And it just kind of walks someone through uh, an example of how to do this Bible study. But as I tell my students, every single class, don't expect your Bible study to be exactly like this sample study. Right. Every Bible study that you have is going to be different. Now, some of them are going to go smoothly. Some of them are going to have a lot of bumps in the road. Sure. And uh, these sample studies are just to give us a a little practice, a little idea of what to expect and what people might say and and that sort of thing. How do you respond? Yeah, that's awesome. Um, So how, I don't know, like you guys, you do these training courses and such at different congregations and places, how does someone get in contact with you to try to say, if they want that to come to their congregation, what do they need to do? Uh, great question. Thank you for asking that. Um, number one, go to our website, fishersofmen.net. Yep. Easy to remember, like a fishing net, fishersofmen.net. Yeah. Worked out perfectly. And then, uh, <laughs> and then uh, you click on uh, contact us and you can send us a message that way. Okay. You can send me an email directly, tim2 at fishersofmen.net. Uh, Tim2 at fishersmen.net. Uh, you can also call me. I'm ha- love for you to, 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 to give me a call. My personal number uh, is 901-277-3577. So I, I, that's 901-277-3577. I would love to, to, con- uh, to hear you and, and talk to you about Fishers Men and about potentially getting the CAI set up. Uh, at the congregation where you are. Good deal. Well, I know we'll put all that in our show notes below. That way they can just click on it. It'll take them right to your pages. Uh, we appreciate you uh, taking some time to be with us today. I appreciate the opportunity. Love talking to people about the, the work that we're doing in Fishers of Men and having this platform presented and, and keep y'all giving us the opportunity. Yeah. Very, appreciate that so much. Absolutely. Yeah, we appreciate the work you're doing. We need more soul winners. I mean, the, the Bible says in Acts 2, 42 to 47, church grew daily, and we need to get back to that. And Absolutely. so I think works like this can help that be a, be a reality. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Oh, yeah, I'm the host. Um, <laughs> I was waiting for you to close so it. I, this is like the fourth or fifth thing I've done today. I'm so sorry, everybody. Uh, this is a wonderful podcast that we have to highlight different works of the Brotherhood. And if you're interested in a work being highlighted that maybe we don't know about, contact us with the information in the show notes. As always, until the next highlights, take care and God bless. Thank you so much for listening to this episode on the Scattered Abroad Network. We are grateful for your continued support as well as your continued prayers. If you would like to find out more about our network, please visit our website at scatteredabroad.org. We look forward to studying with you again soon. May God bless you.